Hello, everybody. How you doing out there? This is Scott. This Mike, and we're telling you like it is. And I know that most people know about this recent bill that President Biden signed the National Defense Authorization Act, and how it had um, a lot of funding in it for Taiwan. But um, you guys know about what's been going on with how China's reacted. Have you heard about that, Mike? No, I really didn't hear about that. Well, um, on Monday there were dozens, about 71 of China's warplanes went into Taiwan's airspace, and um, this is threat for Taiwanese air defense zone, as they call it, um, what the Chinese government described as a drill, including 47 planes that crossed the center of the Taiwan Strait to get closer to Taiwan, and this this came three days after uh, President Biden signed the National Defense Authorization Act, and China's calling it you know um, provocation from a be not only allowing money allowing money for Taiwan, but the language. Um, that we were using for Taiwan being a republic must have been what really got them, I think, because China has always considered Taiwan part of you know, the one China policy, and they don't want you know anything other than that. And we always went along with that, like Biden will say, yeah, we agree with your one China policy, but we're supporting Taiwan, which makes no sense. I mean, you can't do both. <laughs> it sounds stupid to me. You know, it just sounds dumb. Here we are, we're supporting two countries now. First it was one, now it's two. Yeah. What's next? Three and four? Yeah. But and you were telling me about that other thing that happened, Mike. Well, um the fighter jet? Yes. With the fire jets. That was unbelievable. Uh, supposedly that, um, as we have it, uh, that one of the China fire jets came 20 feet from our wing. Now, why would they be doing something stupid like that? Like they're trying to go to the shooting at them. <laughs> <laughs> you never, never know what they're thinking. You know, never know. But I will say that that's pure stupidity on China's part. Yeah. I'm sure the United States isn't going to do anything until they make an aggressive move. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know what they're going to do next. It's just, you just don't know. Yeah. Relations between our two countries. Yes, the United States and China are definitely crumbling, that's for sure. For a fact, for a fact. You know, he may get a thorn up his tuckus and just say, you know, I'll pull all my, all my uh, business out of there. You never know. Anything could happen. You know, anything can happen. You know, so... You know, they, um, you know, COVID is pretty bad in China right now, and 
kind of just recently, they had all those people protesting because of the zero COVID policy and everything that was going on over there, trying to finally lift this uh, extreme, you know, um, rules they had in place and stuff. And now um, officials are supposed to share their data on the impact, according to the WHO, and um, Chinese officials are supposed to share more real-time information on COVID in the country as infection surge, according to the World Health Organization. But I wonder if China is going to be willing to do that because they they never have. <laughs> Why would they uh, I don't know. Now, even though they run the WHO. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, the Chinese, uh, the communist uh, Chinese regime has sent 71 planes and seven ships in a 24-hour period toward the island, you know? Um, you know, the United States retail and uh, food sales fell 0.6% in November, you know, twice the amount that was expected to decline. So now the Senate is, uh, is financing the committee that has launched a probe into whether uh, leading the automakers in China, the materials will be made with uh, forced, forced labor. Wow, yeah, that's good. There's a lot of that going on over there. Oh, for a fact, for a fact. They're putting kids to work at 12 and 13 years old. Wow, it's unbelievable. It's uh it's a hell of a place to live. I sure wouldn't want to live there. Yeah. You know, not me, boss. Huh. Yeah. Uh uh. No way. I would I wouldn't want to live in China, Hong Kong, or any other country where I do reside. Yeah. Uh huh. When you when you stop and think for a minute, like um, like Cuba for a minute, all these poor people that want to get away from all that dictatorship in Cuba, they find or make a raft or or whatever that is a homemade boat, and many people get on it trying to get away from the dictatorship over there, but as soon as they hit land in America, they throw them back. To Cuba. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying the United States should be heartless of anything. But I think if it's like for the dictatorship, they should look the other way. What do you think about that, Scott? Well, there's been a lot of, you know, people aren't supposed to use this word, but illegal aliens flooding over the border and it's a grand sum asylum but they don't allow these people that are really seeking asylum from a uh, horrible dictator they, they don't grant them asylum it's like mm-hmm. who are we to decide who deserves it and who doesn't and the people that don't deserve it get it and the people that deserve it don't it doesn't make any sense i don't understand that at all <laughs> no you're right it doesn't make any sense at all no problem with immigration and you know you know people coming over from other countries there's a lot of people you know our country 
you know, based on that, you know, bringing people from all over the world, but to allow just a, a flood of, of people to come. And then when people are risking their lives, like you said, to escape, literally, you know, the hell that they're living in, and to be sent back, that's terrible, you know? Absolutely. They deserve it much more than anybody else. Oh, yeah. Well, I would agree with you there. But that's just a crime in itself. <laughs> but for someone who's just looking for a, a free, a freebie, you know, when they get over here, they'll file for Social Security and what have you, and the food stamp system, and, you know, people who are just looking for a freebie, I would say they don't, they don't grant them, you know, for to say. I turn their asses around. Interesting that the judge um, himself, himself at Title 42 that Biden was trying to get canceled, but it's not helping me. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I'm yeah, glad Title 42 is still in place. Yes, it is for now, I think, until the deliberations are over. Right. right. I would like to I see him keep it in place. I know. I just never in my life thought that our country would end up where it is right now. It's like it's definitely it's obvious that the world's in a, a strange place, you know? Definitely different times we live in. This is so true. The world changes so fast. I sure hope that you know, I mean, last I heard that Putin was wanting peace and they were going to have peace talks at the end of February, and hopefully, if the Ukraine-Russia war comes to an end, that would be a miracle in itself. Because we know both Russia and Ukraine, they both want more than they're willing to give. I think, and mm-hmm. it would be a miracle for them to be able to compromise enough to be able to come to an agreement. But we'll just keep praying for that one. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, nothing else. Messes up, you know, like with China and Taiwan. So true. Well, I I don't think Putin is that stupid to attack other countries that are uh, that are uh, allies. I don't think he is that stupid. But you never know; he could be. Some that say that he's living on American cancer drugs and mm-hmm. he doesn't look like he's up to snuff and who knows, maybe he just wants to put an end to it or he checks out or something. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's like the Roach Motel. You can check in, but you won't check out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Scott, before we go right. tonight. Um, are there anything else on, on the docket that you wanted to say tonight? Just that we've got 2023 coming up, and that's a good time for people to have their hopes up for a better year, and they all, you know, think of all my resolutions, this, that, and the other. You know, that's great, but, you know, it, it is a new year. It's a new beginning, a new time for, you know, for us to set our sights on you know, the things to come. And hopefully 2023 will be a better year, you know. I'll drink to that. I'll drink to anything right now. 
<laughs> so from all of us here, we wish everybody out there a very happy new year. And may 23 be more blessed than what 22 was. We wish you all the best. With that being said, on behalf of Scott and myself, good night, ladies and gentlemen. Eat the power of food, stay in good health, and may God bless. Good night. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night now.